What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 343rd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me today is Will. I need everybody to go to your closest keyboard um, and hover your finger over the letter F as I'm about to uh, put out some very distressing notifications. So you'll be able to hit F to pay respects. I, I understand the memes, kids. Um, <laughs> I don't Washington. know that I understand the memes, well, but like press, pre- four press years F to ago. pay respects. Washington, D.C.'s only Pokemon League has gone on hiatus. <gasps> there is now no Pokemon League in Washington, D.C. What? <sighs> yeah. Um, basically, they got the kicked game? out of D.C., and then the place that they got moved to just couldn't sustain a Pokemon League. So there you go. We are your nation's capital has no Pokemon League whatsoever. Government shutdowns real hard. Killed the Pokemon yeah. League. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> That's topical. Yeah, Jeez. that'll make sense in five years. Great for a listen back. Greg's here. I am here. Hello. Welcome. It's 10 below. We're heading to the deep freeze this week where it will be wind chills of negative 60. Come to Minnesota. It's lovely here. Yeah, and oh, you but want the deep me to freeze only lasts there? three days, according to you. Yeah, well, it's like the worst is going to be Tuesday. Oh, our worst is Wednesday. I saw your brother posted on the internet that there's going to be a blizzard in uh, Milwaukee. You should. You need to unsubscribe to my brother <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> unsubscribe. Unpatreon. We have an episode for you guys today. We have some Pokemon news, and we have Will's uh, continuation of Pokemon of the Week, where I don't think anyone remembered what you said from two weeks ago. Well, that's part of your responsibility, not my responsibility. Uh, But we had Rochelle and Al on last week. Uh, You guys are back both from your secret trips. I mean, my trip's not a secret anymore. I was in San Antonio to see Broken Color play their first show. It was awesome. And I went to PodCon, too. That was not awesome. You got to hang out with some dude with purple hair. I have no idea who that was. (gasps) Okay. (laughs) Greg got all the sick podcasting knowledge at PodCon. I did. I'm I'm the pro on this show now, boy. The real pro. The real pro. <laughs> we got some Pokemon news. We got the question of the week. We got our Pokemon of the week. I did get a interview recorded uh, that we were going to throw in this episode, but the audio is slightly off, so I'm getting another file sent over. So we're going to save that for next week and get that all cleaned up so it sounds as good as possible. So you have to sit tight for a week. I know some people know what that inter- who that interview is with and whatnot, but um, I guess we're going to leave that as a cliffhanger for now. With that being said... Let's jump into some Pokemon news. First bit of news here. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee have been updated to version 1.0.1. What does that get us? How do I do that? More shinies? Better shinies? It fixes the RAM. Uh, Does it reset my RAM for me? Yeah, it auto resets the RAM so you have better shiny. Uh, in, in all, <laughs> it actually update this update focuses on bug and gameplay fixes. But I can tell you what that is. Uh, issues fixed. 
The issue where Pokemon received through Mystery Gift does not get registered in the Pokedex when exiting the game without saving has been resolved. If you have already received the Pokemon through Mystery Gift, put, that, put the Pokemon that is not registered in the Pokedex in Pokemon Box and download the update data. Once this is done, the Pokemon should be reflected in the Pokedex. This is referring to Mew, where some people would receive Mew through Mystery Gift when they bought their Pokeball Plus, and Mew would be in their team, but not registered actually in the decks as a Pokemon obtained. Greg, didn't you have this issue? Yeah. Then but, I sort of just ignored it. Oh, uh, I <laughs> thought you probably need to fixed it. Yeah, I I mean, I didn't need it for my shiny thing, so I just didn't care. So I guess I'll update and go look. I yeah, don't know. I didn't have this issue. Uh I heard some people fixed it by trading their Mew to somebody and then the person trading the Mew back and that fixed it. You don't have that and the game was broken. Obviously that <laughs> an update would fix it. They fixed it. Although I don't know why they just didn't say, "Come." I mean, I guess it's like general. If you received a Pokemon through Mystery Gift, there's only one. It's Mew. Like, no one else has received any Pokemon through Mystery Gift up to this point. They didn't want to spoil it for people. Well, it was super confusing to me because I was like, they've done a Mystery Gift distribution? <laughs> <laughs> How did I miss out on that? I get all the Mystery Gifts. Other update information, the Pokemon markings and judge functions, square and star orders were reversed. It has now been changed to match. Various gameplay fixes, which it doesn't say what those are, but the square and the star were broken, so uh, they're now fixed. I think they were just in the wrong order. Like in the list? Look, Nintendo's website is not clear. (laughs) I wonder if they uh, fixed the thing where it said, like, when your opponent used an item on their Pokemon in a battle, that it said that you used the item. This is the real research we need to find out. Look, the game was buggy. It was clearly rushed. <laughs> clearly rushed, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gosh darn it, Nintendo. I'm still wildly confused about the square and star thing, but I... On the markings. Like, if it's always supposed to be, like, circle, square, triangle rectangle star it was messed up so it was like circle square star rectangle triangle do people care is that a uh, thing <laughs> i don't know is that like like oh my god my symbols that i have to use myself to mark things are out of order i mean steve you're the most retentive here did it bother did you even notice wow, I, so I, did, true. I didn't notice but i have a notepad of why i use the certain shapes i know some people oh. i know some people use the markings as like oh if it has perfect hp i'm gonna mark the circle and if it has purpose perfect attack i'm gonna mark the square no that's way too much work and that makes those <laughs> that makes those way too like I don't want to check all the boxes say, like, a Pokemon is, like, perfectly Ivy trained. Like, if it's perfectly Ivy trained, I'm going to mark one specific one, which for me is diamond. Or if I'm going to, like, bottle cap it, I'm just going to mark the diamond. That way I'm not marking six, and I can keep the other five free for other things. So, like, for example, again, you know, mark your Pokemon the way you mark it. I'm sure some people don't mark their Pokemon at all. I just started doing this within, like, the last, like, six months. So, like, if my... Pokemon is perfect IVs and the ones I need it to be perfect IVs in. So, for example, like, if Lapras is perfect IVs in everything but attack, and I'm not going to use Lapras's attack ever, because Lapras is a special attacker, I'm just going to diamond it, because it is 
technically perfect IVs except for one, but that one doesn't matter. Instead of doing like circle, triangle, oh, skip square because I'm using that as attack, heart. So then I mark the diamond for purple, for perfect IVs. And then if it's shiny, I mark it as a star because there's no way to just search for your shinies in any Pokemon game. So like in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, if I have a bunch of shinies that are between the 20 some boxes, I can just search by star marking and then I can find them all quickly. And then if I if I took the time to EV train it, I'm going to hit the heart to be like, okay, these are all the ones that are EV trained, but this one's not a diamond, which means like I did I didn't either I didn't bottle cap this one yet or I didn't I I didn't have the IVs for this one, so it's probably because like, oh, I EV trained it, but it's not but it's not diamond, so it means I was planning on bottle capping this. Oh, and it's a star, so it's shiny. And then if for me, if they were traded by somebody and i don't want them to touch my other good pokemon because they're from another game i mark them as squared so i can search for all those the traded ones and if they're foreign they're probably squared but also i need to search for my foreign pokemon more easily because those have to be separate from my traded pokemon because like what if i need to find my german pokemon real quick compared to just the how many german pokemon do you have i got like three one one's a ditto though oh my god I'm dying for so this explanation. <laughs> I have all my markings marked out. I know, so, like I said, some people just use them for IVs, but that just seems like you're you're losing your potential of markings. So <laughs> the correct order, according uh, to my markings, is circle, triangle, square, heart, diamond. And purple horseshoes. I think they were saying that. <laughs> yeah, the kids don't even know what that is. So the issue was, it was circle, triangle, star, heart, square, oh, diamond. So now they changed it back to circle, triangle, square, heart, star, diamond. So and purple horseshoes. Thank goodness the last 90 <laughs> days of, of hectic, hecticness have been resolved with the markings. I mean, chaos, pure chaos. I can, I can bump my... 9.4 rating to 9.5 because it's finally <laughs> been fixed. Speaking of chaos, Pokemon cosplay have gotten easier for cats. This was sent in <laughs> over by... <laughs> Something we were all looking forward to. Oh, I'm just... sure the cat population is thrilled. I, you can see the looks that, that they're giving you right now. This was sent in uh, by Gabe in our Addict channel. It's off Kotaku. Uh, there are now officially licensed hats for your cats. Each pocket monster is priced at 400 yen, which is $3.66. They are very cute. Um, and that's pretty much the whole article. Uh, they are sold via Capsule Toy Machine. And you can get these are the hats you can get for your cat Alolan Meowth, Pikachu. Snorlax, Meowth, Eevee, Vulpix, Jigglypuff, Mimikyu, and Alolan Vulpix. Does it seem particularly cruel to make a cat wear a hat that is a cat? Mm, I think it's worse to make it wear a hat that is of a more canine creature, because then it's like betraying its own. But then it's like actually in costume. Like, the cat wearing the cat is the guy that's coming into your Halloween party in business casual and saying, I'm office worker Friday. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Get out. Why are you complaining about my Halloween costume? Look, it's pathetic, and you know better. Jeez. Oh, actually, most of the time, my Halloween costume is, can you just be happy that I left my house at night, which is very uncommon for me? Come to your dumb party. I think it's kind of like uh, like a person dressing up like a vampire. Vampires are people like, but they're not people. So vampires are people. Like, but vampires are vampires. Okay, we're gonna get th- vampires aren't people. Hard truths. Well, what? meowths aren't cats either. They're Pokemon's. They're the scratch cat or whatever it is. I can't if look I've, it up. I don't have internet. If I've seen at least one trailer for Twilight. <laughs> Vampires at least one indeed look like people. They look like people, but they aren't people. They shine in the sun. Glorious the only difference splendid. is they sparkle in the sunlight. Speaking of sparkling in the sunlight. Oh, here's a transition. Ariana Grande shows off a new Eevee tattoo after binging Pokemon Let's Go. I'm sorry, it was a slow news week. Hey, Ariana Grande is never slow news. This is off Variety. Pop star Ariana Grande showed off a new tattoo of the classic Pokemon after playing Pokemon Let's Go Eevee for 15 hours. The singer revealed on a tweet this past Sunday. If you're listening to the show and you've played Pokemon Let's Go Eevee for more than 15 hours, you're legally required to get a tattoo. Oh, hot dog. Easily done. Do it, does it have to be an Eevee, or can I get a yeah. Pokemon? It has to be an Eevee. Uh, let me, let me see. If, I mean, I could get like an Umbreon. I'm okay with that. Let me see if, uh, let me see if uh, the article says. Grande, who is best known for their recent, uh, recently for her single, Thank You, Next. I don't think I've heard this song. As- I heard it, but I heard a cover. By, I heard a cover that was in Norwegian, so uh, that's, it's, that's Sandra the level. Lurkey. Yeah, yeah Sandra Lurkey did a cover Yeah, that's the level of, of hipster wow. we're at. Wow. <laughs> I've been listening to Sandra Lurkey for a long time, so don't give me any business. So have I, but, okay. you know. But okay. we're also Scandinavian her- heritage here, so we have to listen to we our- We have to support our Nor- local heroes. Norwegian folk singers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love this Variety article because they know 100% who they're writing to, somebody who possibly doesn't know about Pokemon at all. So here we go. Best known for her single, showed off her new arm tattoo of Eevee via Snapchat. Eevee is the adorable Pokemon which can evolve into eight other Pokemon. When a fan asked on Twitter what games Grande plays on her Nintendo Switch, Grande responded that on her day off, she played Pokemon Let's Go Eevee for 15 hours. Her tweet, quote, honestly, period. Yesterday I had the day off and I played Pokemon Let's Go Eevee for 15 hours, period. Honestly, period. The Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu are Nintendo Switch games made after the massive success of the mobile game Pokemon Go. Well, Niantic is just hitting it out of the park with these games left and right. Yeah. The mobile game Pokemon Go, which is free to play but offers optional purchases, cleared $795 million globally in 2018. In its variety review, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee was lauded as a one of... Was lauded? Is that a word? L-A-U-D? Yeah, yeah. lauded is a word. Yeah, lauded as one of the freshest Pokemon experiences yet. They have a link to their review. 
Grande seemingly won't have too much time to binge the game in the near future. In an exclusive variety story released on Monday, the singer was to be revealed for to be the headliner for Lollapalooza 2019, the music festival coming to Chicago's Grant Park in August. Shows you how far Lollapalooza has fallen. Yeah. <laughs> and that she will also co-headline Coachella in April alongside Childish Gambino and Tame, Tame Impala. I don't know. Tame Impala. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Try not to stretch that word too far. (sighs) I was adding a little twang to it. I mean, Tame Impala's good. Not a big Childish Gambino fan, but that's okay. I feel like Variety, you know, when they got the scoop of the headlining Lollapalooza, they maybe, like, could have asked her about her history with Pokemon, I guess. Interview on the show. Get it done. Send out the press releases. Get Get it set. But, I mean, let's judge this tattoo. It's actually not a bad tattoo. I'm surprised she didn't get it colored in, though. She just got the outline. Hey, when you're when you're headlining Lollapalooza, I don't know if you can afford color at that point. Uh, I mean, my one that I got on my arm just recently, and the one on my chest, only cost three hundred dollars. Come on, Ariana Grande's got three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fast. She she doesn't have time for the color. Gotta get to the next show. That's, that that might be the problem. But, I mean, it's really cute. I know I'm the only one here with tattoos, so I'm really the only one who can judge. That is correct. Real quick, I completely forgot after talking about the Switch update. If you played in the November International Championships in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon on your 3DS, not your Nintendo Switch, and you received your shiny Tapu Lele code... Uh, it expires, I believe, on January 31st. Oh, dear. Do not be like me and participate and then take a screenshot of your code and then realize that if I don't redeem that code in the next 72 hours, <laughs> I lose out on the code. Uh, so make sure you do that uh, to get your shiny Tapu Lele. And if you're like, wait, there was a shiny Tapu Lele, it's too late. You missed it. If you don't have the code by now, you ain't getting the code. Yeah, I forgot to participate participate. in the competition, so that was the end of it for me. Uh, There was another competition in January, but we forgot to report on it. Uh, It only rewarded 50 battle points, so you you didn't really miss out on anything. Which, uh, secretly, I kind of hope that it did poorly to, like, prove to... Game Freak, that, hey, you need to offer better rewards for these competitions if you want people to participate. I'm not saying you need to reward Shiny Tapu Lele every time, but even like a, I don't know, like a Alakazam and a Cherish Ball would be cool, even if it was just... Yeah. Yeah. doesn't have to be Shiny. just has to be like a a reward that is not bad. I mean, battle points are fine, but also like if I need 50 battle points, I'll play Mantine Surf like twice. If I need 50 battle points, I'll finally let that lady from Pokemon Bank give me some points, because I just keep them up in the bank. <laughs> yeah, I have my, so my many. My points are good in the bank. <laughs> I just but, don't have, like, I'm not a, like, there's nothing I want to buy with them yet. Like, I fall into the problem that by the time I get a team that I really, really like and think, oh, I should spend battle points, the next game is being announced, and I'm like, well, I'll just wait. Yeah. Well, sometimes you need them for evolution items, if you, because you only get, like, one in-game. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Megastones, I think you need them for. Some of them, yeah. I saw, 
I was on the Global Link recently, and I think I ah, think the Global a Link. What? I don't know. <laughs> I think there's a competition coming up that looks pretty cool. You can only use Monotype Pokemon. Oh, that's the one that's already gone. Yeah, that one. Oh, I that, missed that, it. That, yeah, that one was this weekend. Oh, yeah. It's like the simple. Uh, it's actually like not as cool as you thought. So you could. So when I read the simple thing and I tweeted about it, like the last day you could register, the you were only allowed to use Pokemon of one type. So when I read that, I was like, "Oh, that's cool. You have to either pick like all Fairy or all Psychic or all Bug, and then you get matched against somebody who might be all Fire or all Water or all Grass." That was actually not the rule. The rule is you can only use a Pokemon that has one type. Yeah. Yeah. Blastoise is one type. Alexam is one type. So that's not as nearly as interesting as forcing a person to build a team around one type. Like, if I was to build a team around fire, I could still include Volcarona, even though it's fire bug. Yeah, maybe next month. I mean, we'll see how this turns out and what new market research they need. (laughs) You're always so suspicious. Tell me that they aren't seeing what ones are popular in monotypes when they say hey we're gonna run a monotype like it's so not <laughs> like it's not a thing like oh we just want to see which ones are popular and which are the strongest ones so we're just gonna have everybody fight with them for a while and then we'll make some fillers for that like see i believe in the opposite i believe it's literally just three dudes in a room who are like uh <laughs> what haven't we thought of yet uh, it has to be only Pokemon that have noses. Uh, yeah, that'll yeah. make a great competition. It'll be the nose but, off. Yeah, but you know, the, like that. every time they do these competitions, they're always like, this is the rule. It's really great. We thought of it. But for some reason, because, you know, we have to. Pikachu and Eevee, they're exceptions. You can use them. You can always <laughs> use Pikachu and Eevee. Well, Pikachu and Eevee are monotype. They also That's have true. noses. That's true. Yeah. And they can wear hats. I mean, I can see Ariana and- Grande's tattoo right now. I see Pikachu's, uh, Pikachu's, Eevee's cute little nose right in front of me. Like, Pikachu and Eevee were allowed for the Spooky Cup, I believe. Well, they're spooky. Speaking of spooky, right. Detective Pikachu movie. No, I don't think, I don't think it actually looks <laughs> spooky at all. Uh, Detective Pikachu movie is already getting a sequel. This is off mir.co.uk. Uh, I will take this with a grain of salt. Ryan Reynolds. Himalayan pink salt? Yeah, the pinkest of okay. salt. Ryan Reynolds will return as Detective Pikachu for more crime-fighting Pokemon adventures. Hollywood Reporter has revealed its plans for a sequel to the Pokemon movie starring Ryan Reynolds already underway. Legendary, the studio behind the film has hired Oren Uzeli to write the script for the next chapter in the adventures of the self-styled investigator, Detective Pikachu. It is unknown if Justice Justice Smith will reprise his role of Pikachu's human sidekick, Tim Goodman, from the first film, who is looking for their missing father. The plot of the first outing sees Tim team up with his old father's crime-fighting partner, Detective Pikachu, to find out the truth behind the disappearance, uncovering a plot that threatens all of the Pokemon universe. Uzeli has previously penned 22 Jump Street and Cloverfield Paradox, as long as the new Sonic the Hedgehog and the upcoming Men in Black International. 
The screen none, of the, none of these are good. The sc- this is bad news. <laughs> the, the screenwriter what? will also be working on the Supergirl movie for Warner Brothers Studio. Speaking of Men in Black International, we finally got a trailer. See it below. Uh, I've I, seen it. Uh, I don't know. I always find it hard to believe that a sequel is being in the works when the first movie isn't even done yet. <laughs> True. But did you see Cloverfield Paradox? Because I watched that on an airplane from Hawaii to Dallas. Not. It is real bad. I've heard it it's real bad, so I haven't watched really, it. Really, and Cloverfield is like one of my favorite franchises out there. Yeah, I'm. Well, yes, I I doubt that. I mean, maybe this dude like was it at a party and they were like. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like you, you've been at those kinds of parties where somebody's like, you know, if we do a sequel, I think you'd be a really good screenwriter for a sequel. And it was like, yeah, I'd like to do a sequel for Detective Pikachu if they do that. And then like the Hollywood reporters like got their little extendable ears in there. And they're like, oh, this dude's going to do the sequel. I mean, it doesn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if they were talking about it for the sake of like, oh, if this does well, we want to make sure our wheels are already spinning. But like, yeah, I mean, they're going to get ahead of the curve. So if they're going to lock them down and say, hey, if this is really well, we want to make sure that this is on your list and that we are talking to your agent and we're scheduling times so that we can get, you know, we don't have to delay production and stuff. So with a general buzz around the trailer, I would not be surprised if they've already started making calls to say, hey, if it does really well, we'll want to do a sequel. Let's start getting the contracts negotiated now because those aren't. That's not like a day. It's not like you go in and say, yep, scale's fine. Like, that's not going to happen. Well, it's going to happen for the lesser people, but for the big names, they're not going to be like, yeah, scale is fine. Just give me what the extras get. Nah, that contract's got to be hammered out, and then they have to work out filming times, because if they can't get the star to record before a bunch of stuff is done, then the whole thing's behind production. Yeah, no. If they're going to make a movie, they'll start talking about it now. And I I finished Detective Pikachu, finally. I haven't started. And yeah, they left room open for a sequel at the end. And I just, are they going to come out with a sequel to that game even? Because I'd hate for them to make a sequel movie that that then is different from whatever the next Detective Pikachu 2 or whatever is going to be. Okay, this is not a spoiler, so no one no one freak out. But the end of that game, this is not a spoiler. They literally could have ended it. Yes. And then in the last like literally 2 minutes of that game, they decide to like leave it open for a sequel, but they had everything lined up. Everything you do in that game does come to an ending that would be satisfying. And they, like, purposely do not give it to you. They're like, you know what? Hey, they they do the whole, like, hey, we need one more thing from you. When it's like, but you didn't need that one thing from me. You didn't. You literally... (laughs) (laughs) Like, the only reason you need one more thing is because you want me to buy another game. Like, I have the answer. I solved the mystery. Why? Why are well, you roping me you along? I think you solved the mystery, but if I remember you your didn't. tales of the gameplay, you kind of had to keep trying a few times before you got the right answer. No, there was only like one. There was only like one 
because uh, I think there's like six chapters. There was one chapter where I was like, oh, it's there this are person. nine chapters. There are nine chapters. Nine, nine chapters. Yes. Oof. Here we are. You didn't do all nine, did you? No, I mean, no, he, forced... he did all nine because he knows that the game should have ended and it didn't end. So, yeah, I mean, like, that doesn't surprise me. Like, I, like I'm very curious of how they end this 90 minute movie. Because, like, if they do what they do in the game, which is like, hey, there might be a sequel. As much as I love Detective Pikachu and I was satisfied with the $40 I spent on it. I, I don't know if that ending works really well in a movie. Well, I'll tell you, I am not satisfied with the money that I spent on it because I have pretty much determined that there is no, absolutely no way to win both items in the auction. And that's <laughs> frustrating to me. I have, I reset that three times and I could not get both items from the auction. And I'm just like very upset about that. I don't think I won any items in the auction. Well, you didn't, you didn't read the rules and learn how to finesse it we need greg to play it so we can do like a spoiler cast before yeah the movie. all right all right all right i mean i'll be locked in my house over the next few days unable to leave because of the frozen wasteland so maybe yeah. we'll do it then your door will froze free shut I, I like to call it the canadians are coming to visit um <laughs> i mean i spent some time with canadians this last weekend that's true they weren't. And you took cold. their cold home with them. I did. I brought it home. Like, welcome, welcome, cold. Now I'm trying to figure out the nine chapters of Detective Pikachu, and it's vexing me. Park. Is this what the internet is for? No. Like they literally made the internet to do you. this. It's like that, but you don't exercise your brain that the way. The second one is you... the cave. Park cave. The lab. lab. The TV studio. The TV studio is four. Spoilers. Oh, no, no. Park, cave, lab, island. Island? What island are you talking? Oh, I remember. Milo. (laughs) Yeah. Milo-dick. Milo-tick, please. All right. Before Will spoils the entire game, let's take a break. (laughs) Uh, When we get back, we have our question of the week and our Pokemon of the week. And yeah, we will be right back. break hello 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 uh we're gonna do our question Detec- of detective pikachu spoilers it was um what's his name don't you dare <laughs> don't his, you dare garboder garboder did the entire crime it, it was garboder the whole time if it wasn't for you and your garboder i'd get away I with gotten this away with it <laughs> Uh, question of the week. Uh, uh, really? We don't have any more news? What? That was it. 
Oh, wow. Watch. All right. It was all Ariana Grande. Yeah, no, it was all Ariana Grande and nothing else. All right, ready? Here we go. The question of the week is here. Let's hear it now. <laughs> that almost sounded religious. Mm, it's real good. This, this is a uh, question of the week is from our Slack channel our, or from our Slack community, our addict channel. <laughs> our addict community, our Slack channel. Something oh, like that. It works either Thumb. way. Uh, this is from Scyther Sensei. Actually, a pretty good question. If you had time to ask one non-Pokemon related question face-to-face with, with Masuda or another main Pokemon staff member, what would it be? I would probably want to talk about um, exercise routines. I'm way into exercise. Cause the, and also, because that dude's pretty fit. If you've yeah. ever seen him in person, yeah, he's, he's in pretty good shape. Is he like 40, like 8? Or something like that, or is he much older? Uh, he's he's a fifty-one. Bit older than me, yeah. Oh, I wasn't that off. And just, please don't say such things with such surprise. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, is he like? Is he like the ancient age of forty-eight? It's like how does anybody live that long? It's, I don't understand how Steve constantly forgets that you and I are in our forties. <laughs> You know? <laughs> He's over forty. Why did I sound did like Grover? It's a valid question. Yeah, he's fifty-one. I would also ask him what other, like, if he plays um, any card games, like Card Fight Vanguard, or <laughs> I mean, does I mean, he have a, does he have a commander deck? Can we can we get together for some commander, buddy? What's the name of his Keyforge deck? Oh yeah, there you go. Play, do you play Keyforge? Keyforge really play brings Keyforge? people together. Did you get the Emperor Plays Pokemon deck? <laughs> <laughs> You're treading on some thin ice there, buddy. <laughs> uh, I would probably talk to him about music stuff. Oh, because, true, true. I mean, like, I want to know more about where he draws a lot of his inspiration from, like, because I know there's, like, Wikipedia stuff, like, his influences, but, like, just to see, like, like I like hearing people who are passionate about like a certain art form like when you hear them talk about what influences them like you learn so much about what they get out of that i i would just love to just talk like okay you know what's your favorite class piece of classical work or you know what what's in your top 10 playlist right now and just get a sense of like those influences and what they find exciting in in those other arenas that they work I would ask him if he knows um, Harumi Kurihara. Oh, yeah. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> well, well, I don't. No. And I I, I want to meet Harumi. She's my <laughs> favorite chef in the whole world. Favorite homemaking television personality. Steve, what would you ask? Hmm. Is he a huge fan of the glockenspiel? Because it kind of, you can tell it's well, a But the glockenspiel is great. In his music. Like, it's justifiable. To be a huge fan of it. Non-Pokemon related question. I feel yeah. like the music is slightly Pokemon related since he does so. I mean, it's not, but like he does do. I wouldn't be surprised if he would be like, oh, my history with music and making them for Pokemon. You asking about his music taste doesn't really isn't asking specifically about Pokemon. Correct. Does he listen to, to the Voidoids? That's what I would ask him if he listens to the Voidoids. Sure. 
Have you heard the Norwegian version of Thank You Next? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Sandra Lurkey is a treasure. Okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. I am living for it. I've almost bought the single multiple times. I just don't like the song that much. Yeah, it doesn't sound that great. Even with Latin guitars, which is kind of str- uh, it's kind of a wild listen. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot of things that we can ask this man. We do. Just to get to know him. Has has he ever listened to its super effective Pokemon podcast? <laughs> no, it's Pokemon related. I would ask probably him. ask uh, like it, something I, along the lines of like like business related or just like personal life related of like what your which what you think your big not big maybe like biggest failure i probably wouldn't word it like that there's probably a more eloquent way to say that and like biggest biggest accomplishment. disappointment yeah maybe biggest disappointment or like learning experience of like what was like like i can i can probably speak to that kind of stuff of like hey what was this like what what is like a project you worked on and then in retrospect you're like man that didn't turn out but i like learned something from that i think those conversations yeah. are really interesting of like oh i had this grand i'd uh, grand process and grand project that I wanted to work on and it didn't really turn out but this is what I used that failure or that disappointment to make something else better what does he feed his really cute kitty cat if ask, if he's a picky eater what do, and, and if so what can you eat in Japan being a picky eater <laughs> does he think a hot dog is a no. sandwich nope I never knew that Harumi Kurihara had two restaurants. Well, cafes or restaurants. I don't know. Yutori no Kukan and Cafe Yutori no Kukan. They look really nice. They look like, you know, like when you imagine like Japanese, like clean lines and like understated class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are pretty. Yeah, yeah, and I know she's a good cook. I've watched her cooking shows a number of times. So we really got to find out if Masuda can introduce me yeah. <laughs> to Harumi. Cafes and restaurants. She has nine restaurants. Why not? Wow, nine restaurants and four cafes. There you go. One's in the airport. Well, this means we can send uh, Steve and Irene on a mission. Uh, in Japan. Yeah. Yes. Yes, in Japan. The real mission is how are you guys going to handle me being gone for two weeks? Oh, you don't have me. to worry about we that. We can handle it. <laughs> you do not have to worry one Man. little bit about that. No, the worry is uh, people are going to be like, you know what? Steve was the weakest part of this show. <laughs> Look, that's Gre- not a worry. Greg's that's been to PodCon. He's a professional. He I'm a professional. He's a purple hair person, so yeah. he obviously knows what's up. It's, yeah, you did go to PodCon, so you, you, I you I'm confident in your abilities now. Now? I, <laughs> I while, while Greg was doing his research at PodCon, I, and this is going to, you're going to find this hard to believe, I was hanging out with original, it's super effective cast member, Aaron Spriggs, and I was getting his deep dish early history knowledge. This is going to be an exciting two weeks when Aaron you're off on your two honeymoon. Shiny Feebas, and I was ready to throw him into the river at the oh. Riverwalk because I <laughs> caught no Shiny Feebas. Do you want to do a couple emails? Yeah. Why not? 
Let's get a head start on 2019's backlog. Hold on, there's <laughs> there's two Psyducks in my house. Neither shiny. Okay, moving on. This email is from Jordan from Santa Cruz, California. Santa? Uh, S- Santa. Santa Cruz. What did I say? Santa? Santa. <laughs> you did say Santa. Uh, hello, SBJ and crew. Love the show. Appreciate all you guys, uh, all of you guys talking about Pokemon week after week for years. Obviously doesn't love it enough to learn our names. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know, crew, crew is a blanket statement. It's incredible to find a podcast that has been on the air for so long and continues to be such a great show. I understand, I understand that sometimes your interests can change as time goes on, but you guys are committed to the Pokemon community, and I love it. Uh, anyways, my question I have is for you, SBJ, or any others thought uh, about going back to older games and generations and replaying the games and talking about it on the show. I kind of like what you did with X and Y and Sun and Moon. I know you guys have lives and can't play these games all over again, or maybe you don't feel as inclined to do so on older games uh, that are years old. However, I love the detail that you guys go in after every new release and want to know your thoughts in detail, good or bad, on older games. Pokemon Let's Go reinvigorated my need to catch all 151 in Kanto, and now I'm catching the next 100 in Soul Silver. I plan on catching more in Hoenn with Alpha, Alpha Sapphire. Thanks for the many years of entertainment. Will is simply the best because he agrees that Omanite is definitely and should never be considered in the top 10 of four, 804 Pokemon. <laughs> I, I am also in agreement with that. <laughs> you just weren't there for that conversation. I know, but... Uh, that was from Jordan. Uh, well, thank so, you, Jordan, for finally remembering my name at the end of the message. She's <laughs> okay. so harsh. I'm going to say this. Okay. I, I downloaded Yellow, and like I'm so excited to play this again. And I didn't finish it because it's so hard to go back. Yeah, it is. Because you're so used to all the quality of life changes, and then when you hit one of those old school things like, oh, you can't catch that Pokemon because box one is full, and I won't auto-switch to box two, and you're like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. So, I, can't, I can't do this. I will say that in lines with this or in line with this i would probably like to play pokemon black because i only ever played the white versions and i just would like to see like the variation i mean obviously it's very subtle but yeah i mean i played x and y i would like to go back and play black i think just because unova is still my absolute favorite region so yeah I mean, Emerald, to Emerald's my favorite game. If it came out on Virtual Console, I would probably play through it again just to relive it. But I, th- I still think I'd have the same problem. I mean, it'd probably be interesting listening to me complain about the quality of life changes. But um, I, I mean, I do. So I do sometimes go back and play them just because I'm like, oh, oh yay. But I rarely finish them because I do find it difficult to plow through. Just, you know, Gen 1's real rough. Yeah, <laughs> but also great... what holds me up a lot is I, I won't reset a Pokemon game ever. I just, I, I for whatever 
whatever reason, mentally, I can't do it. So I would have to buy a brand new cartridge in order to I'm do that. I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm so, the same way. you know, that's money. <laughs> uh, I've played through a lot of the older Pokemon games. In 2018, I played through Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, both of them. Uh, I played through uh, Black 2. I played through both Ruby and Sapphire. I played Omega Ruby. Uh, I played through Crystal. I played through Y. And in the past, I've played X, but not last year. So I got a lot of Pokemon playthroughs done in 2018. And currently right now I'm playing through uh, Platinum for the first time ever. Platinum was one of the games I skipped. I played Diamond and Pearl, but never Platinum. Um, So for me, that's usually not a problem. But to get like another person to also play an old game and then to get a person to sit down and record is a little bit of an issue. Especially because when we do like the Let's Go, when, when we did our Let's Go playthrough with when it was Greg and myself... And then in the past where we did like Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon and Sun and Moon. And like, I love to do I love doing those episodes. Uh, we usually have like a like Greg or We're on vacation. Yeah, you, you guys are on vacation. I'm I'm always creating content, so I don't really have like a stop point. But like the guests that are on, like they're on vacation normally. So like they need time off to play the game and they need then the time off to record. So uh, we are a little under the gun for those like recording situations but uh if they keep releasing pokemon games we will probably keep doing those but yeah i think they feel special yeah i mean i wouldn't like i wouldn't mind going back and doing like we said like you said hey we're gonna they re-released virtual console and let's all play through emerald i mean i'd i'd be there for it but it would have to be something like a re-release or just something that would refresh it back in people's minds than me trying to find my old cartridge or finding a $90 cartridge online to buy. Yeah. Because I got a lot of things to say about everything. <laughs> uh, we'll do one more email here before we go to the Pokemon of the Week. Uh, this is from... Oh, maybe we can fit two in. Uh, this is from Stephen from Clinton, Iowa. Uh, hello, I recently found the podcast and really in love with it. In addition to listening to the newest episodes, I've also gone back gone back, and was listening to early episodes on SoundCloud, the only place I can find the earliest ones. I know the sound quality isn't great on these early episodes, but I was enjoying replaying Black and White, listening to your thoughts on when those games were released. I'm very curious of what I said when those games were released. <laughs> Anyways, today these old episodes have suddenly stopped working for me. I'm wondering if you deleted the tracks off SoundCloud, even if no one listens to these. I hate to see things disappear from the internet. Is there any way I can get access to these old episodes? Thanks, and keep up the great work. Uh, Steven. Uh, Nobody tells Steven that things disappear from the internet all the time, constantly. Uh, So... So we've, in the last eight years, changed podcasting services quite a few times. Um, I think for me, it's really important to keep every episode archived for people who do want to, for whatever reason, listen to episode one from eight years ago. Uh, They are in the internet somewhere. They're not easily accessible. Uh, Every episode was on SoundCloud, and they still are on SoundCloud, but I stopped paying for SoundCloud Premium uh, because... 
that not because we have a different podcasting service. Uh, so when I did the move to Simplecast, who we now use, uh, they only took the latest 250 episodes um, a part of the move. So I have to manually move the 150 that Simplecast is moving to get them on Simplecast, and then you would be able to access them. But a lot of podcast services like iTunes or Google Play or Spotify, which we are all on, by the way, they only look at the last 250 anyways. So when you do go to a podcast in iTunes, they cap out at 250. Um, And then so if we release, you know, episode 343, then whatever is in the 250 slot slot gets removed, not removed, but it can't pull past that. Um, so that being said, all of those episodes should be on PokemonPodcast.com. Uh, you should be able to search for them. They should be there in some capacity, probably using the built-in player on the website. Uh, but it is a long, it is a very, uh, I guess like I just, I could just pay the $15 a month to like re like have those episodes on SoundCloud, but so many people never used the SoundCloud that it was like this 160, 70, 100, I can't do math. 15 times 10 is 150 plus another 30. 180. 180. Was the $180 a year for like a couple yeah. listens worth it to me like in the re- in the grand scheme of things no but like they are they are on the internet they're just super hard to find because that web because it's eight years of like website you have to kind of dig through um but i'm trying to make it easier it's just like not high on the list of things to do on my day-to-day of like oh i need to do this kind of content but there's somewhere steven uh, and I will give you an update when they are all on Simplecast. And by the time they're all on Simplecast, they will probably all also be on the website in an easier way to find. Uh, I think this came out. This will be our last email and then we'll do our Pokemon of the week. This came out like we, we did like two episodes around Christmas time and then had them both uh, published. So we got one email after that. Uh, this is from another Stephen. Oh my goodness. Stephen from Westchester, New York. It's just me writing emails to myself in the future. Uh, been a weekly listener since last fall upon starting school as a commuter. I definitely felt pretty lonely going back and forth each day on my own social anxieties and my own social anxieties made it difficult to make friends at first. Listening to ISC has provided me with what felt like friends from the start of my daily commute and quickly shifted from a full ride of nervousness to one I've always looked forward to. Congratulations to you and Irene. I wish you best, and I hope your wedding is incredibly memorable. Shout out to Will and his quirkiness, and the yeah always makes me smile. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what I have. Zero quirks. I am literally the most normal person you will ever meet. I am so incredibly boring. No. All right. <laughs> I miss Travis and their uh, insight and personality. I hope they are doing well. Greg, what's our Travis update? Travis is doing very well. Uh, you know, Canadian now. So, yeah, I got that Canadian cat. Yeah. Oh, O'Hare is so cute. Uh, that cat's real cute. Little, little, uh, 
What is it? Uh, it's a sphinx cat. Yeah, yeah. little hairless sphinx cat. Uh, also, O'Hare likes to say hello to people, <laughs> which is on the internet. That I have not seen. Yeah. And people call me quirky. You got a cat here talking to people, and people say I'm quirky. <laughs> talking. Talking. Welcome to Coffee Talk <sighs> with Will Anderson. Can I have a little piece? Can I have a little piece, please? No. No, we got to talk about it. <laughs> Anyways, keep up the good work, Steve. Thank you for continuing to pump out great content. And on a deeper note, thanks for making me and other 20-somethings more comfortable in loving this awesome franchise. P.S. The reason I finally wrote in is because I was listening to the show and I couldn't help give my two cents about the 12 days of Christmas. Five gold clef keys. That is all. You're welcome, Stephen. No, That's hard that, to that, sing, though. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work. Let's try Five gold tip pigs. Five golden clef keys. It not works. That bad. It works. It's not no. that bad. Five gold clef keys. What did oh, okay. we do? What did we do? Five gold tip pigs. No, we, we didn't. We did five gold deans. Uh, let me look. I have written down. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. We, well, we did five gold deans. We also had five vespaquins. <laughs> We had five golden tepics. We had a lot. Look, it was a, it was a, a late night. Survived. It was a late night. Five Vespiquens. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for writing in. I know some of those. E- uh, they weren't too bad. That email were, was like, you know. that email wasn't too old. Uh, if you want to email, we are more than welcome to sbj at pkmncast.com or just go to pokemonpodcast.com uh, and hit the contact button and that will get you there. Um, but thank you everyone for writing in. We were able to squeeze some emails in. Uh, Will, give us our Pokemon of the Week. You're doing this new style thing now, so hit yeah. me up. So, well, what's the answer from, from the last Pokemon of the Week? It's Torkoal. What is your guess, Steve? I don't even remember what was said. <laughs> wow. Was it's it not going to work unless you put a little effort towards it. Yes, it was Torkoal. Look, because... it was two weeks ago. <laughs> Mm, Look, mm, you're not in your forties. Your memory should be working yeah. well enough to remember what from two weeks ago. No, I got it my right. memory just filled up with things from Europe because Al was on, and then I forget. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, the, the clues were uh, tortoise, and that Niantic chose it as the region exclusive. And obviously, I was um, talking about Hindu mythology, so that would be South Asia. And then you'd say, hmm, what is the Niantic exclusive for South Asia? That's Torkoal. There you go. I see. Do you want to do a trivia? Oh, sure. See, this is the weird thing, because I didn't know what it was, so I didn't have my trivia up. Oh, so you think you're so cocky, and then all of a sudden, you don't have it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Some trivia about Torkoal, or Pokemon from 17 years ago. It is tied with Slugma... Litwick and Mega Camerupt for the lowest base speed stat of all fire Pokemon. Torkoal is essentially a giant tortoise, tortoise with a furnace or a kitchen stove with all four openings on its shell. It also appears to be a, a lump of burning coal. Why not? That shuffle icon's real, real great. 
Oh, it's the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Except a typical Torkoal has the smoke coming out of its back, and yeah, well, but this the 3D Torkoals do. The old 2D ones have the smoke coming out of its nose. So, Apparently yeah. Ash had a Torkoal? Yeah. What? Ash, Ash has had Torkoal? a lot of forgettable Pokemon. Oh, man, the amount of, like, Pokemon that Ash... Oh, man, this page just spoiled something for me. Oh. Spoiled well, something from what? Because it shows, like, what Pokemon Ash currently has. Like, this is, like, an up-to-date Bulbapedia article of, like, which Pokemon Ash has, which one that, po- that Ash has at Professor Oak's house, which Pokemon that Ash has in training, which Pokemon Ash released, which Pokemon that Ash traded... Uh, he's only traded twice in the last 20 years, and one was Eradicate that he had for, like, 40, 45 seconds on the SSN. Uh, Pokemon that he's given away, unofficial Pokemon, his ride Pokemon, uh, his temporary Pokemon. Wow. And it has a lot of pictures, too. What a cool page. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys have had enough time to prepare this week's Pokemon of the Week. You ready? For the record, Ash still has his Torkoal. It's at Oak's. Well, Oak has Ash's Torkoal. We hope. We don't know what Oak does. Can't contain him. He didn't tell us he had a doppelganger in Alola for years. (laughs) Oak can't be trusted. The truth will come out. Yeah. Oh, my Alolan cousin? Yeah. Yeah. Did I never mention that I have family? Hmm. All right. You ready? Mm -hmm. Ready. All right. Now, pay attention. We will be getting back together next week, but I don't want to hear in a week, oh, I forgot it was a week ago. Okay. Because I'm not making this any easier for you guys. (laughs) Just because. Congrats. (laughs) Some people know that I have four tattoos one for Cardfight Vanguard. One of a star, one of the Hawaiian Islands, and one of the Tolstorp runestone, which can be found in Sweden. While many people have noted that they believe the image resembles a rocking horse, the runestone actually depicts Fenrir and the ship Nagelfar at Ragnarok. Fenrir is one of Loki's many children. While the Asgardians considered him to be a threat, it was against the laws of Asgard to commit murder. Instead of killing Fenrir, they tricked him into allowing himself to be bound, tied up. Multiple strong bindings were attempted, but Fenrir always broke free. Finally, dwarves made the strongest possible bindings, and Fenrir was tricked into being bound to a rock. His mouth was forced held open with a sword so that he could not gnaw at the fetters. At the end of the world, Fenrir will break free, and with his jaw wide from sky to the ground, and he will devour everything. This week's Pokemon has many similarities to Fenrir, most notably physical shape. It can have one of six abilities, Keen Eye, Sand Rush, Vital Spirit, Steadfast, No Guard, or Tough Claws. Is there any other Pokemon with this many potential abilities? Fenrir is the child of a Norse god and a giant, so he could have had a human form, but he chose a different one. This week's Pokemon also reflects a potential human-animal hybrid. Finally, 
This week's Pokemon can learn the moves Thunder Fang and Fire Fang, although it does not receive Stab, same type attack bonus, from either. All right, Mm. you guys have a week to think about that one. Do a little research if you need to. There's plenty of clues. I mean, I'm on the case. I am detective, not Pikachu. (laughs) Greg, if you don't know this one already, (laughs) I'm really sad. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know, but... Okay. I'm building suspense. Thank you. All right. For the listeners out there, you guys... Yes. Play it back if you need to. There's plenty of clues in there. This can only be one Pokemon. (laughs) All right. Well, that is our show for you guys. Thank you guys for listening and hanging out. We'll be back next week, of course. Hopefully we didn't miss any like major Pokemon news. I don't think so. Um, but uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, like I said earlier, I am doing a... Uh, I'm playing through Pokemon Platinum for the first time. I'm doing it in Nuzlocke form, so if you need something to watch this week, uh, I'm streaming on twitch.tv slash pkmncast. I know there's always there's always like one person a day that pops in and was like, I finally decided to check out the Twitch. I've been listening to the podcast and it's always very <laughs> humbling. Um, so thank you, those that stop on in. Um, and you can see me get extremely frustrated by Geodude that self-destruct and kill my team. And then I got to start over again. Uh, I prefer seeing you get frustrated because you've reset on Articuno 5,000 times. <laughs> but I'm guaranteed a shiny because I got the shiny charm because 13, 16, but will I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteed. Sure shiny locked. Oh, why didn't anyone tell me this 80 hours ago? Do you, do you know <laughs> if you uh, use a raspberry, it won't run away? Oh, interesting. I've never, <laughs> unaware. Of these of these qualities. All right. Uh, if you want to follow Greg on Twitter, it is at White Wing. Will on Twitter is at Wash in the Sink. I'm at Twitter at Dragging Lake, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. Real easy to remember. We'll be back next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super. Thank you. Next. just like learn some Norwegian so we can just do the Sandra Lurkey lyrics. Absolutely. And you know, of people whose names are not pronounced the way that they're spelled. Boy. My favorite thing is I first got that album and a big shout out to the producers of this show starting with Kevin, Cygnus, Robert, Ivan, Jeff, Pat Matrick, Catherine, and Alex. Thank you so much for your support and supporting It's Super Effective. If you would also like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective or even easier, 
ISC.cash. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week.